This is your City Beat program on KNEM, KNMO. I'm Andrew Pitkin, joined by City of Nevada Mayor George Knox. Mayor Knox, thanks for your time. Well, thank you for having me. It seems to be a regular thing now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I suppose at a certain point you're going to become somewhat of a pro at this. You're going to be, you're, you're going to have it handled. I don't know. I met like an old dog that doesn't learn new tricks very well. So, <laughs> well, we've we've all been been learning during this this time. Of course, it's been something like uh, you know two months uh, since the original coronavirus. You know, since things were really starting to be affected by it here in the United States. So. Um, how has it been continuing to work with the community partners um, and organizations that we have around us here in Nevada and Vernon County? Well, we just had a meeting at 10 o'clock this morning, and, uh, and uh, Mark had asked me to lead off the meeting and, and talk to the community partners. And, uh, you know, what a tremendous group of people. I mean, I have never seen anything work as well as it has in Nevada and Vernon County. We have... Uh, looked out for our citizens and done the very best we can. And uh, I know going forward and, and entering the reopening stage, we'll do the same. But uh, the community partners are just a wonderful group of people. Well, you make a good point, too. You know, there's also the effectiveness um, that, that the community had in fighting coronavirus. There have been four total positive right. cases, and mm-hmm. only one of those is currently active that we right. know of. And um, what can you say about the, the public and the response to taking those precautions that have been necessary to make sure the county can stay as safe as possible. Well, you know, I'd make two comments. One, um, our businesses in Nevada are just incredible. Um, the restaurants, for example, have, have taken the, uh, the whole uh, meet at the curb to pick up your food um, and have all done, uh, I know my wife and I have tried to visit all the restaurants while we're, you know, being locked up in our houses, but uh it's been a great experience. You know, you get out and, and meet more people, kind of. Uh, but now that we're moving toward the reopening stage, I, our businesses have been very, very patient. And I know that they'll continue to use the safeguards that we've used in the past. So I, I think we'll be successful all around. And it's also been a, a difficult time for, you know, people like myself who have just moved here trying to meet folks. Luckily, I've been able to uh, meet you, Interim City Manager Mark Mitchell, as well. But um yeah, I mean, it's it's been a difficult time for everybody mm-hmm. um, socially and, and wanting to get together in those kinds of ways. What have you done um, to still have those social interactions, but from a safe distance? Not much. <laughs> uh, you know, my schedule today has been, I started at nine o'clock with a conference call and, and I'll, I have five more today and then I'll end it with one at 6.30 tonight. Uh but but we have stayed in touch with our friends. Um, we have some good friends in North Carolina. They call us every other day. And, uh, you know, so it, it's been a, a tremendous uh, loss not seeing people physically. But, you know, uh, the time's coming when we'll all get back together again. What I have to tell you, what I miss most is uh, we have a super uh, rotary club here in Nevada. And I miss all those folks. And it's because it's been now, I think, six weeks since we've met and probably won't meet again until uh, possibly the end of May, just to be safe. And obviously, a lot of people have their eyes on reopening. And and those have been uh, some conversations being had with, of course, the stay home Missouri order uh, expiring after May 3rd. So what will reopening look like for the city of Nevada? Well, as uh, on our conference call this morning, uh, Mark Mitchell did mention that we're probably more conservative than the, the cities around us. Uh, I know Fort Scott, 
uh, El Dorado Springs and, and a few others are opening their, their city facilities much sooner than we plan to. Uh, we'll probably wait another week uh, after the whole opening thing starts for, to get our city functions going. But, uh, you know, we just want to err on the side of caution. I mean, I know it's it's a challenge for everybody. This is something we've never experienced and hope never to experience again. But, you know, we've uh, we've done a lot of great planning. So I think we're in good shape. And in light of that, knowing that it's, you know, people hearing this, it's it's a more cautious approach. What would you like to, to say to folks about how they can, you know, how they can and take that under their belt and also um, be, be able to continue forward with it? Well, first, I would say they, they have done a tremendous job during this uh, crisis, so to, so to speak. And uh, if they just continue using the common sense that they've used, I think we'll all be in good shape. You know, we feel kind of sheltered here. I mean, you mentioned four active cases. Uh, you know, one active case. Sorry. One, one, well, I'm sorry, one active case and, and four total. Uh, but it, it's been an incredible experience to live in Nevada and just be isolated from all of the things that have happened in the bigger cities. And I think we're fortunate, and I think our city has handled it very well. You also mentioned uh, to switch a little bit to the the city council meetings um, type of portion of the interview. You you mentioned that you are so proud and and honored to see how many folks are tuning in now yes. uh, to yeah. the city council meetings on Facebook, conference call, whatever it may be, uh, Zoom as well. Um, have you continued to see that same type of participation from last meeting? Yeah, we have. Um... I think I shared before that we average eight to ten people, you know, live in our city council meetings. And, and in the future, I'll be one of those. So. Good, and we'll welcome you. Uh, but now we're averaging about eighty-three to eighty-five people, which is, uh, and I know there's some issues that are very uh, concerning to some folks, and that's why they're attending. But uh, I think it makes it easier. Um, the conference calls have been tough for me to manage, only with the technology. But I, I think. Uh, you know, folks have responded very well, and a little glitch with technology last last meeting, but uh, now we're fixed again for this meeting. So hopefully, we're fixed for this next meeting. So, well, I'm sure at least people are are embracing the effort that you're showing and in inviting voices and and things like that. And so, um, you know, speaking of voices, there's a lot of voices surrounding the animal shelter. You're getting a bit of a wry smile at the moment. Um, and, and a lot of folks are wondering after, you know, the ending of what was a, a fairly long city council meeting, um, just, uh, just about, a what, a, a week, two a week, weeks ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. Two something weeks, like yeah. that. Um, people are wondering what, what the next steps are. What is the process looking like for, you know, making it permanent where the new animal shelter will be? Well, first, let me back up and, and review what happened at the last meeting. Uh, one, I thank so much uh, that Carol Gallagher and, and uh, Lyndon Everhart took it under their wing to try to find different spaces. The thing that got me very confused at the last meeting is when the shelter issue came up before the city the first time, uh, we did vote to accept the Marmaduke Park location, but also qualified that by saying we weren't going to build it there. And I think a lot of people forgot that we said that we would not build it there. We just accepted the site uh, as a planning site so that we could move forward with the USDA and, and the grants and, and things associated with it. So 
you know, we spent quite a bit of time at the last meeting uh, listening to concerned citizens from the Marmaduke Park area and, and certainly understand, but I wish they would remember that we had taken that off the table a while back. So moving forward, uh, I think we'll, uh, the city has a couple of more places in mind to take a look at, and we'll find a suitable place. Um, you know, in, in our minds and in, in some of the city council members' minds, uh, we wanted to follow a model like in Pittsburgh. It's actually in, in downtown Pittsburgh and, and very visible to people. And uh, that doesn't seem to be the model that the folks in, in the Veda want to follow. So we'll we'll find another place. And, and I'm sure that we'll be in, in good shape, uh, you know, maybe by May we'll have a site selection. So, And also during the city council meeting, three different lawn mowing services um, were, were voted down by the council um, what's the process like for figuring out, uh, you know, how the park's lawn care situations will be worked out? Well, you know, the root of the problem is trying to get people that can do their job and balance. Some people don't want to cut the golf course. Other people want to cut the golf course. So it's, it's, a, it's kind of a crazy time to try to find people, our city workers, to do the work. There's too much work for the city to do when you consider all the number of parks we have in a golf course. So, uh, I voted against it because I didn't really quite understand the process, uh, even though Mark and I had talked and he did his best to get it through my head, and apparently I failed. Uh, so we'll, we'll go on, and I think we'll find a, a, a resolution that we'll get our grass cut. And we wanted to use local people. That was the biggest thing. So, And the census, of course, you know, the, I, I figure the more we bring it up, the more people will realize how important it is, so vital um, for local communities like the one here in Nevada, what can you say uh, about the importance of completing oh, the census? Oh, it's critical. It's absolutely critical um, to the financial success of the city and all the grants and things that would come our way. The census has always been a document that guides uh, development of cities over the next year. I I've did a little bit of research on the, uh, on the census, and back in the 70s when infrastructure in cities and, and towns started to crumble was when we didn't have a great response uh, you know, in the in the census. So it's important. And if we want our city to grow, we want our city to get repaired, the census is a critical part of that. So I encourage everybody, please, to do the census. It takes five minutes. What else would you like to speak to at this time? Well, again, I, I'd really like to go back to the beginning and, and thank all of the businesses because the business have been the critical piece in Nevada. Their understanding has been incredible. Um, the restaurants, the uh, the people in general have just followed the guidelines without any interruption in life. Uh, you know, you the the one thing I do notice when you go into Walmart now it's quieter. Uh, you know, there's there, there's fewer people in at the same time, but you know everybody is cautious of the distance they have between each other. So I, I applaud our citizens for following the the recommendations and making sure that we're all safe. And I think the the four cases have been proof that that it's been happening uh, in Nevada. So I thank everybody that's on board with us. Well, thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. Good to be with you again. Absolutely. City of Nevada Mayor George Knox on your City Beat program on KNEM KNMO.